We've got high school basketball for you from the 34th annual Valley R6 Tournament. The starting lineups are being announced on the floor, and let's do that as well. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance, part of the high school sports in the Parkland, your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield, we're your shelter. Contact Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main in Park Hills. Insuring the Parkland since 1955. Or the Brian Laramore Agency, located at 306 North Washington in Farmington. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. For the what's going to be the visiting team, I believe, on the scoreboard, they're being introduced first. It is actually the host team here tonight, the Valley Caledonia Vikings. The Vikings will start at a guard. Caden Dickey, the junior. Chase DeClue, the junior. Hayden Todd will make the start tonight. Drew McLean, the junior. And K.J. Tiffenauer, the senior, will make the start as well. For the Kingston Cougars, they'll start Aiden Peel, the junior. Brendan, or make that Cody Yates, the senior. Then Brendan Yates, the senior. Mason Nelson, a senior. And Blake Juliet, who is also a junior here tonight. That's the starting lineups brought to you by, again, Shelter Insurance, proud to be a part of high school sports. Time for the opening tip-off brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd of Boyd and Associates have been bringing counting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to the local community for years. And our first basket of the night belongs to none other than Cody Yates off of a steal as uh, Valley R6 had a hard time getting across the timeline. Cody takes it to the basket, puts it up and in, and it's already 2 nothing. the home team, so to speak, Kingston on the scoreboard. And now a blocking foul is going to be called on the other side on Cody Yates. He will pick up his first foul of the night. Those of you that have been with us uh, the last couple of weeks, we've explained this over and over and over, but some may have missed it. The fact is now you have a new rule where you get five fouls in each quarter before you go into the bonus. When you go into the bonus, you shoot two. There are no one-on-one free throw situations anymore. Here's a three put up from the corner from K.J. Tiffenauer, and he nails it. The big guy with the three, we'll see him do that from time to time, and Valley has the lead at three to two. Bringing it across the timeline is Aiden Peel. Peel will give it right side to Cody Yates. He'll stop, pop, put it up from about 10 feet out. He's got it. If they give him a little bit of space like that, he will take advantage of it. The lead is now 4-3, Kingston on top. Valley having a little trouble getting it across the timeline. Now Dickey gets it, runs it to the baseline, lays it up. It's good, and he's fouled. Caden Dickey, his first two points of the ball game, and the foul will go on number 15. That is Blake Juliet. Juliet had a little bit of foul trouble the other night, picking up a few fouls in that first half and had to sit for just a bit. Here's the free throw. No good from Dickey, and the rebound comes down to Mason Nelson. Back the other way come the Kingston Cougars. They are now throwing it away off the left side, and here comes a fast break the other way. Layup goes in, or actually going in for the layup, was Chase DeClue, and he has fouled hard, and he will probably go to the free throw line as he was trying to make that layup. Foul is going to go on... Number 11, that is Mason Nelson. Just an errant pass, throwing it across the um, midsection there of the uh, court. The first free throw goes in. Chase has one point on the night. Second free throw on the way. It's also good. Two points now for Chase DeClue, and the score is 7-4. Valley R6 on top of Kingston. 
With the ball in the front court, it's Mason Nelson. He'll hold it up. He'll give it down now to Blake Juliet. Right side to Cody Yates. Thinks about a three. He's being guarded, so he'll take it right baseline. A triple team comes out to get him. He'll kick it out to Nelson for three. It's off the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down. Brendan Yates fighting for it. It goes out of bounds, and I believe it's going to go back to Valley R6. Almost a great play of that time by Brendan Yates as he went up and tried to grab it and throw it behind him. But I think he touched the floor before the ball hit a Valley R6 player. Here are the uh, Vikings into the front court. Right side with the ball. They kick it out now to Chase DeClue. DeClue gives it up to Dickey. Dickey will take it into the lane, dump it off right side to DeClue for a three. It's up, no good. Rebound comes down to Mason Nelson. Nelson gets it to Brendan Yates. Back to Cody Yates. Takes it baseline. Layup, good. Cody Yates has got six already. And it's a 7-6 Valley R6 lead. K.J. Tiffenauer bringing the ball up the floor. They don't want them to do that. He gets rid of it now, and they get it across the timeline. Now they'll give it to Tiffenauer. Nice pass right side. Baseline missed the layup. Rebound comes down to Juliet. Kingston back the other way. Long pass to Brendan Yates. He comes down awkward, throws it to the right side, or the left side, rather, for Cody Yates. He'll put up a two. It's no good. And K.J. Tiffenauer will bring it down. was worried that Brendan had come down awkward on that ankle a little bit, but he looks fine. Just kind of a weird step there. Here's a deep three off the right side from McLean. It's no good. And Kingston will rebound it. End-to-end action with Aiden Peel in the front court. He'll bounce it with the right side. Now he'll give it up to Juliet. He'll take it into the lane. Against the triple team, lays it off the back glass, and good. Blake Juliet saw three guys in the lane, but he found a hole there, and he went around each one of them and got the uh, shot off the back glass. Stephenauer almost walking in the backcourt, brings it up and throws a lob pass deep for McLean. McLean says, I'm not that tall, KJ. And it goes out of bounds. Ball back to the Kingston Cougars. 8-7, Kingston on top. 4.50 to go in the first quarter. Glenn Berry here at the Valley R6 tournament. Taylor LeBriar back in studio. Here's left side baseline. Brendan Yates now gives it to Nelson back out beyond the three-point arc. He'll give it to Cody Yates. Cody dashes in and dashes back out. He'll now give it up to Aiden Peel. Peel between the circles, right side with a dribble. Kind of a little shove with the left hand, but he'll get away with it and give it to Mason Nelson. Nelson left baseline now. He kicks it out to Cody Yates, and he'll miss the long three from deep up the middle. And rebounding will be the Valley R6 Vikings. Here comes Caden Dickey. He jumps in the air, makes a pass, an errant pass, which is picked off by Cody. Cody Yates comes back the other way, and Dickey blocks the shot. So Caden Caden Dickey with an ill-advised pass right to Cody Yates. Cody picked it up, dished it off, took it back down to the other end. They got the ball right back to him. He drove the lane, and Caden Dickey came out of nowhere and swatted it away. About four minutes left to go here in this first quarter. 8-7, Kingston on top. Left side, they give it to Mason Nelson. He'll bounce it down to the left baseline to Brendan Yates. He'll kick it back out right side to Aiden Peel for a three. It's on the way, and it's good. Aiden Peel's first points of the game. It's a 11-7 lead now for Kingston. Here's K.J. Tiffenauer in the front court being double teamed by the Yates brothers, and they'll cause the turnover. Brendan and Cody got right up in his face. He tried to ball handle a little too much and lost it out of bounds. Turnover back to Kingston. 3.47 to go here in the first. 11-7, Kingston on top. Number 11, Mason Nelson now gives it to Cody Yates. Yates to Peel. 
He'll take it out between the top of the circles there. Uh, pass down low, trying to get to Brendan Yates. It's knocked out of bounds off of Valley. And it will go back to Kingston. We will bring you some scoring updates as the evening goes along. Not much to talk about when it comes to scoring because the only games really played in the local area today of any concern, you've already heard, the Central Rebels are the new Class 3 state champions in football. Down in the lane, it's Cody Eight running one-hander. He's got it. Cody Yates has already got eight points in this game, eight of his 13 team's 13 points, and it's 13-7 Kingston. Here's a long pass across court to Chase. Chase will give it right side to Drew McClain. He tries a Euro step, and he lays it up and in. Sometimes those Euro steps turn into about four steps, and they still get away with them. That was a legit Euro step there, I believe. And a blocking foul coming back the other way. That will go on Caden Dickey. We saw in the previous game tonight, a player from Bourbon tried to take a Euro step, and I think he might have taken at least four steps, maybe more. Here is Cody Yates inside the free throw line. Shot up and good. So right now it's give the ball to Cody Yates, let him shoot and score, and it's working. 15-9, Kingston on top of Valley R6. Caden Dickey in the front court, 2.44 to go in the first, and now a timeout called by the Valley Vikings. We'll take a timeout as well. It is uh, Kingston on top of Valley, 15-9. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978. For your auto, home, or business is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Back here at Valley R6, the Vikings have it. A three goes up from the corner from Drew McClain. It's no good. Rebound comes down. That time it was actually Thompson who just checked into the ball game. Now a cross-court pass given up to Kingston. Shot up, no good, but the rebound comes down. It's put up and in by number 22, Brady Thompson, who just checked into the ball game. And the lead is now 17-9 for the Kingston Cougars. Here's Drew McClain taking that Euro step again into the lane, and he is fouled. That timeout, by the way, was brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanchegraw. They're located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Free throws coming up here. They're brought to you by Complete Vision Care, offering quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice for your medical eye care concerns, including dry eyes and other eye diseases. To the free throw line is McLean for Valley. That was foul number one, by the way, on Brady Thompson, who just checked into the ballgame at the timeout. And Drew McLean misses the first free throw. Second free throw. Up. Good. He's one of two. He's got three points on the night. And it's 17-10. Back the other way comes Kingston. Cody Yates has it. 
on the right side of the circle. He'll give it up left side now. It moves off of a Valley Viking, but right to Mason. But then the pass comes back. It's off of the uh, Kingston player into the front court. And picking it up and running the distance is number 20 for the uh, Valley R6 Vikings. I believe that was Drew McLean, or no, that was uh, Chase DeClue. And a shot up on the right side now for Kingston. It goes up and down. And that will give 12 points to Cody Yates. Here's Caden Dickey in the front court. He'll go right side. He'll try to get it down low on the baseline and lose it out of bounds. So both teams playing a little bit quick, trying to get the ball inside too quickly. And right now having a little trouble with that. Back the other way comes Kingston in the front court. That's Kyle Whitehead who's checked into the ball game. He'll give it up now, and they give it back to Whitehead. He'll take it right side baseline. Shot up, good. Kyle Whitehead's first two points of the game. It's a 21-12 lead now for the Kingston Cougars. Bounce pass to Chase to Clue. Clue gives it back to Dickey. He'll throw it over the timeline and get it into the front court. And it is picked off there by Nelson, who picks it up and then drops it. And coming back the other way for the... Valley Vikings is Keller Lowry who's into the ball game now. Here's a three, a long three from Lowry. No good. Rebound by Dickey. He'll take it into the lane. Put it up. Good. Caden Dickey has four. Back the other way come the Kingston Cougars. This will be Kyle Whitehead. He'll give it to Cody Yates. Yates will give it up to Brendan Luna. First time we've seen him in a while. They'll give it inside now to Brady Thompson. Thompson left side for Luna. Luna bounce pass with the left side. Now he'll give it back out to Cody Yates. Right side, there's a three up in the air from Mason Nelson. No good. Rebound comes down to Valley R6. Vikings into the front court. It's Caden Dickey. Gives it up. Right side, three. Launched. In and out. Rebound comes down once again to number 22, Braden Thompson. And that is the way it ends. So, a shot by Weston Thompson did not go. The rebound came down to Brady Thompson on the opposite side, and that's how the first quarter ends. We have played one. It is Kingston on top of Valley R6, 21-14. You're listening to the 34th Annual High School Basketball Tournament from Valley of Caledonia on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. The staff at Prairie Farms Dairies are proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Dan, which do you prefer, classic round or thin crust pizza? Hmm, that's tough, Charlotte. I love both. Well, great news. Little Caesars has a terrific deal with a large, crispy, and thin crust pepperoni pizza for only $7.99. Thin and crispy pepperoni for $7.99? Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. I'm cruising my 59 to Little Caesars for a thin and crispy pepperoni for only $7.99. Dan, can I have a ride? Hi, this is Paul Hamilton, head coach of the Kingston Cougars, and you're listening to High School Basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. 
Back here in Kingston, we'll take it inbounds, give it right side to Blake Juliet. He'll run the baseline on the right side, lay it up, and it is good. And Blake Juliet has four points on the night, and the lead is now 23-14. Back the other way comes Valley, and they'll knock it out of bounds, so they'll keep possession and inbound it just across the timeline. Left side now, they give it to Thompson. Thompson will give it inside to uh, K.J. Tiffenauer, and he is fouled. Well, Kingston's going after Tiffenauer when he gets the ball. They're trying to force him to dribble it, and he can handle the ball, but he's not your ball handler, and I think they're going after him aggressively, that time a little too aggressively. First foul. Here's the uh, Thompson three from the corner. Make that Drew McClain, rather, and it's rebounded by Blake Juliet. Back the other way. It's Cody Yates, baseline left side. Layup, good. Cody Yates, two more points. He's got 14 of the 25 points. Here's K.J. Tiffenauer in the front court. He'll give it back to Drew McClain. McClain will give it now to Chase DeClue. DeClue throws it back left side for Drew McClain. He'll put up a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Thompson. Thompson for Valia will give it to Chase DeClue. DeClue thinks about a three. He gives it back to Thompson. He'll work it right side to Caden Dickey. Dickey will take it inside, right baseline. Puts it up with the right hand, and it's good. Caden Dickey's got six. Quickly back the other way comes Kingston. They'll bounce pass it inside to Blake Juliet. Layup, good. That's something we did not see the other night with this Kingston Cougar basketball team, getting the ball inside to Blake Juliet or anybody. There's a lot of threes and a lot of, uh, as Paul Hamilton will tell you, ill-advised shots. Here's K.J. Tiffenauer off of a rebound. He'll lay it up and in, and he is fouled. 27-18 as the bucket counts. And to the free throw line for the traditional free throw or three-point play is K.J. Tiffenauer. That foul, by the way, was on number 22 for the Kingston Cougars. Brady Thompson, that is his second. Team foul number two. Remember, we start these over at the end of each quarter. Free throw is up and good by K.J. Tiffenauer. He's one of one, and he's got six points on the night. 27-19, 27-19, Kingston on top. Underway in the second quarter in the third place game of the Valley R6 tournament. Here's Brendan Yates driving down baseline. He tries to get it, give it up to somebody, but that person moved, and he drags his feet and turns it over. He was going to take it baseline all the way across to the other baseline, and then he decided to pick it up and throw it. The person he was going to throw it to just wasn't there anymore, and he had drugged that left foot. Now it's Valley in the front court with Caden Dickey. Dickey will lose it off of his hands. It's back the other way for Peel. Fast break against Tiffenauer. Lays it up. Good. Aiden Peel at five. And it's 29-19. The lead is 10 for Valley R6. Here's Chase DeClue. Right side gives it up for Thompson. A long three. No good. Rebound comes down to Brendan Yates. It's knocked away, but picked up by Blake Juliet. Back the other way comes Kingston. Here's a long cross-court pass, ill-advised, and a trying to throw the ball back into the uh, field of play was Keller Lowry, and instead he threw it off of a Kingston player. Now here's another turnover in the front court. Who's going to get it? Ball rolling around on the floor. Caden Dickey goes after it. It's knocked out of bounds. Who does it belong to? The signal is it goes back to Kingston. That was like the old fumble ruski we saw in the NFL years ago where nobody wanted to pick it up. Just kept rolling and rolling. Guys would fall on the floor and accidentally kick it or accidentally hit it with their knee. Now K.J. Tiffenauer almost picks off a pass, but now Caden Dickey will pick it up. 
Here's Dickey into the front court. Gives it to Chase to Clue. Back to Dickey. He'll launch a three from the right side. In and out, no good. Rebound comes down, and it's fielded there by John Coleman, who's into the ballgame. He'll give it up for Aiden Peel. Right side to Nelson. Right side baseline to Brendan Yates. Kicks it out to Coleman for three. In and out. Rebound comes down, and Chase to Clue's got it, and Coleman has picked up a foul. We've seen a couple of balls go in and then turn around and roll back out. We saw one the other night that just went almost all the way down, it felt like, and then it came right back out. Checking into the ball game for the Valley Vikings is Hayden Todd. Chase DeClue will get a breather. K.J. Tiffenauer will inbound the pass to Caden Dickey. Dickey back to Tiffenauer. Back right side now to Lowry. Lowry gives it off to Tiffenauer, who telegraphs the pass that Brendan Yates gets, goes up for the semi-slam, and puts it in. Brendan Yates, he's got two points on the night. And a blocking foul on the other side is going to go against Brendan Yates. He went up for the slam. He got up there, didn't quite get it full for a slam, but he did get it in. So pretty good force, a forceful basket for Brendan Yates. Yet at the other end, he picks up a foul. Yates has two fouls now in this game. That is team foul number four. One more, and, and Valley will be shooting free throws. Always two free throws. Now that looks like he uh, changed his pivot foot, but no call. The left side, Valley's got the ball. They'll kick it out top of the key. Now the ball gets away from Valley. Over in the corner to pick it up is Cody Yates. He'll blow by his guy around Caden Dickey off the back glass. No good. Rebound comes down to Lowry. Keller Lowry of Valley has the ball, and he'll bring it up court. Against the double team, it's knocked out of bounds. Who got it? Kingston got it back. I think this is what Paul Hamilton wanted out of his team tonight, that effort on the defensive side to go after the guys maybe who don't handle the ball as well and get some turnovers, and that's what they're getting. They're also getting points from Cody Yates, what's new, and they're getting points from other folks like Blake Juliet, who has six, and Aiden Peel, who has five. Cody Yates, by the way, if you're just joining us, has 14 already. It's a 31-19 lead with four minutes and counting to go in this first half. Here's a pass left side from Mason Nelson back to Peel. He'll give it up right side to Cody Yates. Long lob pass, too high and too far back, but Nelson recovers it. Now he'll dribble and put it up and in. Mason Nelson with a basket. He was going to go for the slam on the alley-oop. It was behind him. He held it in bounds, and then when he realized that nobody on Valley was really guarding him, he turned around and laid it up. Here's a steal. Front court to Cody Yates. Layup good. And Valley wants another timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. Brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Santagraw. Located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Back with more action from the Valley R6 tournament coming up next on KFMO. Prices the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings, we treat you just like family. We're living rooms to bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Service after the sale, we're your full-line furniture store. Prices the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings. 
Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. Here at Valley R6, where the Valley Tournament is underway, the Vikings have the ball in the front court. They'll kick it out, and it's picked off there by Brendan Yates, and now a foul, kind of a silly foul in the backcourt because Brendan Yates was nowhere near a basket and really was having a little trouble with the ball, and a reach-in foul is going to be called on Valley. We've seen a lot of that in the last couple of days. Kingston did a lot of that against the uh, uh, Bunker Eagles the other night. And Paul Hamilton said, you know, that's what cost us the game was those kind of silly fouls. And uh, we've seen a little bit of that as well from this uh, Valley team here tonight. A foul, by the way, was on Drew McClain. Right side now. Cody Yates will launch a three. It's off the front iron. No good. Rebound comes down. Somebody's going to get another foul, and I think it's going to go on Valley. It will go on Valley. Red, I still have 22 up there. If that's the case, that would be his second foul. Okay, red two, so that's Chase DeClue, and that is his second foul. Here's an inbound to Blake Juliet. He'll give it up to Cody Yates. He'll take it to the lane, put it up, and good. Can't give Cody Yates that kind of time. He absolutely will kill you all night long, and that's what he's doing right now with 18 points in this first half. In the front court is K.J. Tiffenauer. He'll give it up to Chase DeClue. Right side, he dribbles over, hands it off to Lowry. Lowry, who's been in the ballgame for quite a while now, gives it off right side to, to uh, Chase. Chase DeClue holds it up now after using up his dribble, throws it out, almost picked off by Peel, but De, uh, Lowry will give it up now. Left side, they work it around to Drew McClain. He'll put up a three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Aiden Peel. And here comes Kingston running back the other way. Mason Nelson, full length of the court, goes up for the slam. Hits it off the front of the rim, but Kingston gets the rebound. Cody Yates holding on to it. Thought about a shot, but he gives it to Peel. He'll take the Euro step in, side the lane, and put it up and in. Seven points for Aiden Peel. It is now a 39-19 lead. And this thing is getting out of hand quickly for for Valley R6. Now a foul down low is driving the lane was the Valley Vikings chase to clue. And that foul will go on Blake Juliet, his second foul. That is team foul number five, so we're shooting free throws if you're a Valley fan for the rest of this quarter. Not much in the way of the out-of-town scoreboard as the first free throw goes up, and it's good. Chase is two of two. He's got five points tonight. Make that uh, two, three of three. Second free throw. Good. That's four in a row. He's got six on the night. And the lead is 39-21 for Kingston. Quickly, Cody Yates in the front court. He's triple teamed. He finds Brendan. He kicks it out to Mason Nelson. Left side three on the way. No good. Rebound comes down to Lowry. Lowry will give it up to Dickey, and Dickey will cross the timeline with it and the right-hand dribble. Here's Dickey trying to take it to the lane and reaching in to stop him. Is that going to be on Brendan Yates? If it is, that is not a good foul. 
Nope, it's going to be on number two, Aiden Peel. Still not a good foul. But it sends Caden Dickey to the free throw line. Dickey has six already. First free throw, good. Our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. Providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareador.com. Second free throw is also good for Caden Dickey. He's got eight. And I guess the only score everybody's talking about today on the out-of-town scoreboard is the Central Rebels winning the Class 3 state championship in football as they knock off Seneca, a very, very talented team today in Columbia. 48-34 was the final score, if you haven't heard already. And the Central Rebels bring back the football championship to the high school. And we've been talking about this all day long. They have hit so much adversity in the state playoffs. And every year it seems they run into some megastar. They ran into uh, Luther Burden the third, and then they ran into, not long after that, Cody Schrader and also Ezekiel Elliott, who was in the NFL for many years. And every time they would do that, it seemed like it was that one team that kept blocking them from advancing further and further or winning whatever it was they were going to win. Man, you've got to give it up for that central program. A basketball team to make the finals and then a football team to get to the finals and win it all. Here's Valley in the front court. It's Drew McClain throwing a cross-court pass to uh, Chase DeClue. His three-pointer is up no good. Rebound comes down to Lowry. Lowry kicks it out to Tiffenauer. He'll drive the lane right side. He gets it blocked, but I think underneath we get a foul. They're going to go that one on Mason Nelson. I didn't see Nelson with the foul. I thought maybe Mason Hedricks had got him. But to the free throw line, and that is the second one on Mason Nelson. First free throw by K.J. Tiffenauer is no good. He is one of two tonight. 39-23. 55 seconds left to go in the first half. Second free throw. Up, in and out, no good. Rebound, volleys around, finally comes down, and it's picked up by Kyle Whitehead. So 0 for 2 from the free throw line that time. And a cross-court pass goes out of bounds off of Kingston. So Valley will come back again. A chance again to cut into that Kingston lead. I know Paul Hamilton talked about eliminating the mistakes, not taking silly shots or silly fouls as well. And here in the last couple of minutes, he's seen almost all of that. Here's Caden Dickey getting it across the timeline. Gives it up to Drew McClain. McClain will take it down. He gets it stripped, picked up, but it goes out of bounds, and I believe it will stay with Valley. Nope, timeout. Timeout called by Kingston. We will take a timeout. It is 39-23, Kingston on top of Valley R6. You're listening to the Valley R6 Tournament on KFMO. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. 
Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Back here at Valley as the ball bringing it up to the timeline and taken away by Valley. They'll go back the other way, and a foul is going to be called on Kyle Whitehead, I do believe. As Kyle lost the dribble there at the half-court stripe, Valley tried to take it away and did, and taking it all the way to the other end was Chase DeClue, and he got fouled. First foul, though, on Kyle Whitehead, but the big difference is here comes two shots. Chance to cut into the lead without taking any time off the clock, and DeClue misses his first free throw of the night. He is four out of five. Next shot on the way, front of the rim, back of the rim, rolls around the rim, comes down, and K.J. Tiffenauer gets the rebound. He'll give it to Drew McClain. McClain back to Caden Dickey, runs the baseline, puts it up inside the free throw line, no good. Chasing after it is K.J. Tiffenauer. There's a bunch of people chasing after it, and finally a jump ball is called. We saw K.J. Tiffenauer go after a ball like that last night, and I'm telling you, I talked to Jacob Bollinger, head coach of the Vikings, and he said he thought he was hurt bad, maybe cracked a rib or something, but just knocked the wind out of him. And that is good news. Kingston gets it on the alternate possession, and they'll inbound it across the timeline. Three seconds left to go. Here comes into the front court, a running one-hander. Up and no good. And Brendan Lunen misses the last shot of the first half. Halftime score, 39-23. Kingston is on top of Valley of Caledonia. We'll check out some stats, come back and bring them to you, and we'll do your Midwest Sports Center halftime report coming up next right here on AM 1240 KFMO. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. Banking with people like you. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. 
Welcome to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store on Walker Drive in Farmington. The Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Back here at halftime, 39-23, it's Kingston on top of Valley of Caledonia. We're going to get you some scores here, at, at least who's the leading scores on each side. You probably already know who it is on Kingston. And then on the Valley side, a little bit more balanced of an attack, but uh, right now it's not enough of an attack for them. Uh, let's start with the Kingston Cougars who are up in this one, 39-23. Right now they have 18 points from Cody Yates, uh, seven points coming from Aiden Peel. You've got six points from Blake Juliet. You've got two points each for Kyle Whitehead, Brady Thompson, and Mason Nelson, and also Brendan Yates. And that rounds out the scoring for the Kingston Cougars. For the Valley Caledonia Vikings, they are led in scoring by Caden Dickey. He's got eight points. He uh, also got Chase DeClue with six points. You've got K.J. Tivenauer with six points and Drew McLean with three. And that all adds up to 23 points for the Valley Vikings. And, of course, that's not enough right now. 39-23 is our score at halftime. We'll take a timeout, come back, dissect some more of those stats. Brought to you by Sam Sism Ford, Merc- uh, Lincoln, the uh, home of lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford, Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. And go online to samsismford.com or call 431-3177. Back with more of the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO. Hey, it's Joel Schroster at Midwest Sports Center here in Farmington, Missouri. Hunting season is here. Take aim at our huge deals on select Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, and Suzuki machines. Visit us online at MidwestSportsCenter.com or call me at 573-756-7579 to check out what's in stock. Our inventory is constantly updating with new and great used machines. Come visit me at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to find your next machine. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Fisher Auto Parts, your hometown parts store in Park Hills and Potosi, dedicated to providing you the absolute best in value and service. So the next time you're in need, depend on the pros at Fisher Auto Parts. That's Fisher Auto Parts in Park Hills and Potosi. Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off, you name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive, we'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Back here at the 34th Annual Valley R6 Tournament here on a Friday night with Glenn Berry. Taylor LeBriar is in studio with us tonight doing a fine job. 
And uh, we are checking out some other scores from here tonight at the tournament, actually starting with the uh, pre uh, the game right before this one, which was the uh, uh, fifth-place game. And it was between the Mark 1 Zion Tigers and the Bourbon um, Warhawks. That's who it is. And uh, it got it was pretty good early on, but then uh, Bourbon kind of ran on a – uh, scoring streak at the end of the first half, winning that game by a final score of 67-32. to 32. Uh, Mark Juan got some uh, pretty good play last night, or on Wednesday night, rather, against St. Paul from several of their guards, and tonight that just wasn't there as they lose it by a final score of 67-32. to 32. Bourbon will finish in fifth place in this tournament. Now, how did these two teams get where they are here tonight? We're talking about Valley and Kingston, and then later on in our championship game, we're talking about the uh, two teams that are going to be playing for the championship, Bismarck and Bunker. First of all, Bunker knocked off Kingston on Wednesday night, 62-59. to It was another stellar performance from Cody Yates that night, but it was not enough because they didn't get enough support from others on the court that night. He did get a great job from uh, Mason Nelson, who had uh, 14 points on uh, Wednesday night. Cody Yates had 28, but it still wasn't enough as they lose it down the stretch by a final score of 62-59. And Valley, they lost to Bismarck. A fine performance by the Bismarck Indians, especially Garrett Mork and also the uh, very talented Sven Wilson, who was our Little Caesars player of the game that night. Sven came in and uh, scored 20 points in the game, or 19 points, and Garrett Mork had 20. And it was one of those games where uh, you could have given away a couple of player of the games, but we went with Sven that night because he was all over the boards rebounding. Garrett had a big night shooting as well. And Jordan Ketcherside had an amazing fourth quarter as they knocked off the Valley Vikings 59-42. to That game was actually within about four or six points most of the night. In fact, Valley had the lead several times, and uh, Bismarck kept coming back and taking the lead. And then eventually at the end, Ketcherside caught fire and scored eight of his 12 points in the fourth quarter to get that one out of reach. So again, tonight, right after this game, we're going to have the championship game between the Bismarck Indians and, of course, the Bunker Eagles, neither team we thought would be here on this Friday night. Right now at halftime, we have a score of 39-23. to 23. It's Kingston on top of the Valley Vikings. We're going to close out the Midwest Sports Center halftime show, come back with the second half. It's up next here on AM 1240 KFMO. You've been listening to the Midwest Sports Center halftime report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store on Walker Drive in Farmington. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington. I would like to send out a huge thank you to all that have purchased cars from us this year. We've had a fantastic year. Go to thinkcarsmart.com and check out how I've revamped our inventory. Now 80% of our cars are under 20,000 and all late model vehicles. Do not miss out. Go to thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next car today. That's Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington. When you're in the market for a car, think smart, think Car Smart, and shop us first. Car Smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. Back here at Valley R6 for the 34th annual tournament today. And uh, Glenn Berry along with Taylor LeBriar, who's back in the studios. We're getting set for the second half here. And uh, should be a good one here coming up in just a, a few moments after this. And that will be between the Bismarck Indians and the Bunker Eagles. Two teams that a lot of folks thought would be playing this game, 
not because they're bad teams, but because they were seeded in a different spot, third and fourth. And they thought, well, the third and fourth teams will play for, you know, the third place game, and the one and two teams will play for the championship. But they flipped that with some upset victories on Wednesday night here in the tournament. We're getting a little confusion right now as we look out on the um, floor. They're trying to figure out who's got the ball, and it'll be Valley's ball as Kingston had the opening tip-off tonight. So here we go. We're ready to go with the second half, and inbounding the ball is uh, Chase DeClue, and it goes off of Caden Dickey's hands, almost goes out of bounds the other end of the floor, but he picks it up and brings it back across the timeline. Here's a right side dribble with Caden Dickey. He'll go in and uh, trying to draw the foul is Brendan Yates, and he may have just picked up his third foul only uh, about 12 seconds into the quarter. That's exactly what he did. Brendan Yates, who had foul trouble on Wednesday night, has foul trouble tonight. And some of those fouls, I mean, that one he was trying to draw a charge on Caden Dickey, but do you really need to try to draw a charge 12 seconds into the game or the second half when you're up 39-23? Here's a right side dribble with uh, Drew McClain. He'll give it back to Caden Dickey. He'll take it beyond the three-point arc, try to lay it up, try to go against uh, Juliet, who's got a couple of fouls, but it does not go, and it's rebounded by Mason. Back to the other way for Juliet. Juliet is stuffed by Drew McClain as he tried to pull it down and put it back up. And as he pulled it down, Drew McClain just stuck his hand on the ball, knocked it out of bounds. It will stay with Kingston. 39-23, 7.30 to go here in this third quarter. Brendan Yates catches an inbounds pass, gives it left side for Cody. Cody will put up an inside shot, two from about five feet out. It's no good, and it's rebounded by Chase DeClue. DeClue into the front court, gives it up left side to Caden Dickey. Dickey gives it off left side baseline to, it looks like, yeah, it was uh, Hayden Todd, but uh, Todd throws it up top of the key. It's knocked out of bounds, but it's off of Kingston, and Valley will, re- will retain possession. Haven't seen Hayden Todd in a while. He's been sitting down, even though he's not got foul trouble. He had a couple of fouls early, or a foul early, rather, but uh, he's not really in too much foul trouble or anything. He just hasn't played in a while. Here's Chase DeClue kicking it out beyond the three-point arc to Caden Dickey. He'll put it up and in. His first three of the night. It's 11 points on the night for Caden Dickey, and it's 39-26. First points of the second half going to the Valley Vikings. Back the other way. Here is Mason putting up a three. It's off the rim. Rebound comes down to Peel. Aiden Peel will take it in, drop it off to Juliet. Bounce pass down on it low, and he lays it up and in. Blake Juliet has eight points tonight. And a quick timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. When we come back, more high school basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. The more life changes, the more your insurance needs change, too. Hi, I'm Brian Laramore, your shelter insurance agent in Farmington. For auto, home, or life, I can help you find the coverage that's right for you and your family. Stop by and see me at 306 North Washington or give me a call at 573-756-2151. Let's review your current coverages and make sure you're getting the right coverage and the right price. We are the people behind the shield at Brian Laramore Shelter Insurance Agency in Farmington. Hi, this is Paul Hamilton, head coach of the Kingston Cougars, and you're listening to High School Basketball and AM 1240 KFMO. Hamilton down on the sidelines. He was the one that called the timeout, and the ball knocked around out underneath the basket, and I believe it's going to go back to Valley. I think Aiden Peel stepped on the end line as he was trying to bring the ball inbounds, and they caught him down there at that end, so it'll stay with Valley. 
Valley now throws it up court. It's picked off by Brendan Yates, but it goes down on the ground, and now we've got players fighting for it. We're going to get a foul called on somebody. It'll go against Valley, and that'll be K.J. Tiffenauer. About three different guys down on the floor fighting for possession of the ball. That is his first foul of the night. Make that, uh, yeah, first foul for Tiffenauer. That timeout, by the way, was brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Santagraw, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Stephan on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Here's Cody Yates in the front court. Gives it to Aiden Peel, right side, kind of slowing it down. Now a long cross-court pass to Cody Yates from Mason. He'll take it right baseline or left baseline, and he'll draw a blocking foul on that side. So Yates puts up the shot. The block is going to go against the other number three. That's Hayden Todd. And he'll send Yates to the free throw line. It's actually only the first foul on Hayden Todd. But it is team foul number two, and it was in the act of shooting. So here's the first free throw from Yates, and it's good. Cody Yates is one of one. That's the first free throw that Kingston has shot tonight. They're one of one, and Yates already has 19 points. Second free throw. Up. Good. 20 points on the night. Two of two from the free throw line, and the lead is now 43-26. In the front court, Drew McLean will take it right baseline, trying to lay it up. No good. Rebound comes down, fought for, and picked up by Caden Dickey. He'll be fouled. If this is on Brendan Yates, it is going to be his fourth. It is going to be on Brendan Yates. Wow. Last night in the game, Brendan Yates, or Wednesday night, he had to sit down because of foul trouble. And after they set him down, he sat down almost the entire third quarter as the first free throw from Caden Dickey is up and good. He's got 12. And Brendan will sit down again. He came back into the ballgame on Wednesday night with a four fouls in about maybe a minute into the fourth quarter. Committed his fifth foul as the second free throw is good. 13 on the night for Dickey. He's 4 of 4 from the free throw line. And it's 43-28 now, Kingston. Here's Mason Nelson dropping it off to Blake Juliet. He'll turn around. Right side layup off the glass. No good. Rebound comes down to Yates. That's Cody. He's the only one in the game now. But he knocks it out of bounds. Going back to Brendan, he came into the quarter uh, number 4 the other night. Had 4 fouls. He played about a minute. And then he had a really silly foul reaching around a guy to try to get a ball that was nowhere near obtainable. And he fouled out of the game. And that was all he wrote. About uh, seven minutes left in that quarter. Here's a blocked pass knocked out of bounds off of Kingston. It'll stay with Valley. Inbounding the ball now is Drew McLean. He's looking for somebody, and nobody's open, so he'll fire it out to K.J. Tiffenauer, who comes open at the top of the key. He'll throw it right side to McLean. McLean tries to get it back, but he'll give it to Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer left side to Chase DeClue. DeClue throws it out now for Caden Dickey, top of the key. He'll bring it down the left side, drive the left side baseline. Too hard off the backboard. Rebound comes down to Kingston. Aiden Peel, long cross-court pass into the front court. It goes off of Kingston and out of bounds. A reminder at the end of this game, we'll pick a Little Caesars player of the game. Little Caesars in Farmington and Delos has a lunch at a price you can afford. Get two slices and a 20-ounce drink for just $4.50. Or if you're feeling a little hungrier, add a half order of breadsticks for a buck more. Or get four slices of a deep dish and a 20-ounce drink for just $5.50. Available every day from 10.30 to 2, or 10.30 to 3, rather, at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. And our Little Caesars player of the game tonight will get his own hot and ready classic pizza, courtesy of Little Caesars Pizza in Farmington and Deloge. Could be Cody Yates. 
But if Valley comes back and wins this one, it could be one of them. Here is Aiden Peel after a turnover in the front court. Puts up a shot at the free throw line. It goes down. He's got nine. And the lead is now 45-28. And a travel to the backcourt by Caden Dickey. So they will turn it back over to Kingston. Valley looks a little discombobulated tonight. We saw them play last year. Some of the players that they had last year just haven't found their stride yet this year. Here's a pass from Peel. He throws it up into the air, and now he gives it right back and lays it up to uh, Blake Juliet, who lays it up and in. He tried to make that pass. It went straight up in the air. He caught it. He found Blake Juliet down low, and the ball knocked out of bounds, and they're going to call a ball off of Valley and back the other way. I thought they were going to call a foul. Jacob Bollinger is asking the official on that side. He goes, hey, would you ask another official? Because you called that from the other end of the floor, and this guy's closer. He said he didn't see it. Jacob Bollinger, not real happy about that. 47-28, not a lot to be happy yet for Valley. 4.27 to go here in the third. It's Cody Yates with the left-hand dribble. Now he loses possession, picks it up, and he double dribbles. I think he thought somebody knocked it down, and he picked it back up and started to dribble. But the official said, no, you lost it and picked it up, and then you tried to dribble again. And Cody Yates turns the ball over, and here comes Valley. Into the front court, K.J. Tiffenauer has it uh, on the uh, far side. Now he'll take it down baseline right, or actually free throw line, kick it out right side to, to uh, Thompson, or make that Lowry, and Lowry misses the three. Here comes Aiden Peel back the other way. Aiden Peel takes it to the free throw line, kicks it out to Cody Yates. They throw it inside for Blake Juliet, right side or left side. Layup is good. Blake Juliet's got 12. In the game the other night, he not, had not nearly that many points as we move into the front court now with DeClue, and he will be fouled. In the game the other night for the Kingston Cougars, as we look up the old papers here, as they used to say, here's looking you up in the old funny papers. Blake Juliet had two points the entire night. Here tonight, he's got 12. And he's playing the game he needs to play. Get the ball down low, take it to the bucket. Here is A.J. Tiffenauer taking it to the bucket, dishing it off to Chase DeClue, who lays it up and in. Little spin move by Tiffenauer, dumps it off to DeClue. He'll lay it up and in. DeClue has eight. And Kingston comes back the other way. Here's Nelson. Drives down the lane. Lays it down to Blake Juliet, who lays it up and in. He drove to the left side, right to the basket, and just dumped it right off to Blake Juliet, waiting for it. He put it up and in, and Juliet has 14. And now the other way, we've got a foul called on the right side near the Valley Viking bench. And that will go against Aiden Peel. That'll be two on him. Are they going to get Kyle Whitehead? I believe they're going to get Kyle Whitehead for that one. That's two on him. I saw the two, but I didn't see the zero. Or the fist by the official. And they're going to call that a foul. Or actually, that's team foul number five. I was thinking shooting foul. He was over here by the bench. And I don't think he actually even was looking at the basket at the time. But AJ or KJ Tivenauer will go to the free throw line on that fifth foul. And his first free throw is good. He is two for five from the free throw line. He's got seven points on the night. He'll get another shot. Dribbles it twice, puts it up. 
Off the back iron, no good. Rebound comes down to Blake Juliet, but it's taken away by Valley. They'll give it back to KJ Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer will run into a Kingston player, and a timeout was called. Nope, it's going to be a travel. I started to say, he pointed back the other way like there was a timeout called, but instead they called a travel on K.J. Tiffenauer as he kind of lost his balance. Hard to see from this angle. We're up in a booth above the uh, stands here, and on my right side and my left side I have restricted views and kind of difficult to see from time to time. Into the front court comes Kyle Whitehead. He'll give it up now left side to Brendan Luna, who's back in the game. He'll give it to Cody Yates. He'll take it inside the free throw line, put up a shot, no good. Rebound, chase to Clue. Back to Caden Dickey. Dickey will try to cross the timeline, think better of it, pick it up and give it to uh, Tiffenauer. Back to Dickey. They haven't crossed the timeline yet. Now they do as they get it to Drew McLean. McLean tries to make a spin move and loses the ball, but they're going to call a foul down low, and they'll call that on Mason Nelson. That'll be number three on Mason Nelson. They're calling that the fourth. I've only got him for three, but they're saying that's four. And Drew McClain will shoot free throws. First free throw is good. He's got four. Mason Nelson checks out of the game. He's not very happy with that call, and I would not be either if I were him. Because to me, it looked like Drew McClain was out of control with the ball and just lost it. Nelson's hands were in there, but nobody had the ball, basically, and they called a foul on him. Now here's a turnover after the missed free throw, and Valley has it again. As McLean picks it up, gives it off right side to Tiffenauer. Layup is good. K.J. Tiffenauer has nine, 51-34. Valley trying to crawl back into this one with 2.15 to go in the third quarter. Into the front court, it's John Coleman. Coleman will give it up now to Cody Yates. He'll put up a shot. Forced it from inside the free throw line, no good. And Valley comes down with a rebound. They want to come back down to the other end of the floor and get some points. They trail this one, 51-34. Here's a kick out left side to Drew McLean for three. It's on the way in and out. Rebound Blake Juliet. Back the other way come the Kingston Cougars. Into the front court. It's Kyle Whitehead. Right side now to Coleman. Coleman gives it off right side to Cody Yates. And as he drives to the lane on the baseline, he is fouled. That foul is going to go on number 23, I believe. No, number 32. I had it right. Just the wrong order. That's his first foul of the night. That is Keller Lowry. Keller has seen a lot of time here tonight. Didn't see him as much as we did, uh, or we didn't see him very much the other night. Here's an inside pass, and it looks like a walk, and it was a walk as uh, going inside was Kyle Whitehead. He caught the ball. He turned around to kick it back out. Everybody was covered, so he tried to make a move, and he shuffled his feet. So the turnover on Kingston. We didn't see Keller uh, Lowry the other night very much. Tonight we've seen him almost consistently since that uh, first quarter. Someone we haven't seen a lot of tonight is Hayden Todd. And now a timeout is called by the Valley Vikings. They don't like what they see, neither does Jacob Bollinger, so they're going to call a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. It's just a 30, so we'll be right back. You listen to High School Basketball on KFMO. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. 
Back here at Valley High School, 51-34, Kingston on top. Valley has the ball, trying to cut into that lead. Caden Dickey, front court, right side to Chase DeClue. Back to Dickey, back to DeClue on the right side. He'll take it out between the circles. Now he'll throw it left side for Lowry. Lowry gives it back to DeClue, who'll kick it back to Lowry. He'll kick it down into the corner, and it's thrown all the way across court to Caden Dickey. He'll take it to the right side corner and then give it back up to Chase DeClue. Out at the top. He'll make a move and dribble right side, give it to Caden Dickey. He'll move left to put up a three. No good. Rebound comes down, put up and in by Weston Thompson. Weston Thompson, right place, right time. Ball came right down to him, and he lays it back up and in. It's 51-36. Now a turnover. Here comes Chase DeClue. Layup off the rim. No good. Rebound comes down to Caden Dickey. He goes up and misses the uh, shot, but he is fouled underneath. So coming back the other way, looking like he had an easy bucket, was the clue. He laid it up with a finger roll. It rolled off the back of the rim and rolled out. Caden Dickey pulled it down, put it up and in. And when he got it up and in, or he tried to put it up and in, it rolled off the front of the rim. But he does get two free throws. That foul, by the way, was on Whitehead, his third. First free throw from Dickey is good. He's got 14 tonight. He's 5 of 5 from the free throw line. The broadcaster's jinx doesn't work if you're inside of a, of a booth. That's what I've just determined. Second one is good. See? Told you. 15 points for Caden Dickey. It's 51-38. They draw closer. Can they get it under double digits? 37 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Moving inside and losing the handle on the ball is... Brady Thompson, and here comes Valley. 27 seconds when they play for the last shot. A chance to possibly cut this to 10. Right side to Chase DeClue. He'll give it right corner. Thought about a three. Now they kick it back out. Almost falling down is the uh, Cam Hedrick, who just checked into the ball game. Kind of lost his footing down there. Still about 10 seconds left to go, and Caden Dickey is working. He takes it into the lane, tries to dump it off left side. It goes off of the Valley Vikings and out of bounds. Well, Caden Dickey had the right idea. He drove the lane and was going to dish it out, but what he tried to do was dish it out to a guy standing right next to him and put it over the top. It was just a little too hard. Four seconds left to go. Into the front court comes Whitehead. He'll stop. He'll have to launch a three now. It is way short, and it, of course, is no good. 51-38 is our score. We've got one more quarter to play in this third-place game as you listen to high school basketball on AM 1240 KFMO. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
To everyone who believes family is what mealtime is all about, let our guest Amy share what she loves about Culver's. From the moment my family walked in, we knew Culver's was the place for us. There's just something nice about a cooked-to-order butter burger and creamy, fresh-frozen custard that tastes like it was made just for you. But time with family? Now that's what's really special. Stop in and experience what mealtime means at Culver's. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. It's a 13-point lead for the Kingston Cougars here heading into the fourth quarter, 51-38. Valley gets a turnover, takes it back the other way. A layup by Drew McLean is no good. His own teammate fought him for it, and Kingston tries to take it the length of the court. Nice return pass by Brendan Luna, who was headed out of bounds, and he found, guess who? Cody Yates. He puts it up and in. He's got 22, and it's 53-38. Lead back to 15. Inside, they try to throw it in there for Thompson. It's knocked away by Kingston, and they come back the other way. Aiden Peel had an idea of throwing the ball, and whoever he wanted to throw it to wasn't looking. He picked it up, and he drug both feet. So a turnover, and back the other way we go. 7-19 to go in this one. This is your third-place game of the evening. Our championship game comes up after this. That will be Bismarck taking on Bunker. The Bunker Eagles upsetting the seed here Kingston the other night on Wednesday 62-59 and the Bismarck Indians beating the Valley Vikings a little more handily in that ball game as they came away on Wednesday night with a 59-42 win however that game was close all the way through it was a six point lead at one time for the Valley Vikings but Bismarck turned that around quickly into the front court comes Chase DeClue. McCl- uh, he throws it to Drew McLean, who almost loses it out of bounds, but he'll retrieve it over in the near side. He'll give it right side now to Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer bounce pass inside to DeClue. Fake layup off the back glass. Good. Chase DeClue's got 10. He faked the pass, and then he got his defender in the air, went around him, and laid it up off the right side. 53-40. They throw it downtown to Blake Juliet. He'll put it up off the back glass. No good. Rebound comes down to Drew McLean. A valley. Blake that time maybe forcing it just a little too much. He had a triple team going on him that time as the defense collapsed on him. Here's Drew McLean trying to take it inside. He's being guarded there. Playing a 2-3 zone right now is the Kingston Cougars. They take it inside to the Valley Vikings. Layup off the right side from K.J. Tiffenauer is no good, and he'll commit a foul. So they broke the zone. They got it inside, inside of the uh, free throw line. Nice little penetration there by Valley. The kickout came to K.J. Tiffenauer, who was driving the right side baseline. And he put up the shot and missed it when he went up for the rebound. He got whistled for the foul. That is number two. Team foul in this quarter, number one, on the Valley Vikings. Here's Cody Yates. He's going to take it down the lane. He'll land up off the glass and good. 24 points for Cody Yates. He rises above everybody on that shot. And it's a 55-40 lead. Back up to 15. Here's a kick out to Drew McLean in the three-point arc. He'll drag his feet, go across, try the Euro step. No good. Rebound comes down. Picked up there by Luna. Luna into the front court. Gives it off to Yates. Yates against the double team will bring it back out. He has the ball stripped from him and given back to Valley. Thrown into the front court to Caden Dickey. He'll lay it up off the glass and good. Best to leave that one alone and not pick up another foul. And Kingston did exactly that. 55-42. Here's a pass inside to Blake Juliet off the back glass and good. Juliet has 16 points tonight. That is a big difference in this ball game. The big difference in this game and the Wednesday night game. 
And the Kingston Cougars lead 57-42. K.J. Tiffenauer tries to throw it out top of the key. Almost gets away, but Chase DeClue gets it. He'll bounce past, or actually bounce it left side. Now give it to Drew McLean at the free throw line. He throws up an air ball, but it's rebounded by Lowry and given back to Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer tries to back in, gives it to Lowry, who's cutting across. Lowry now will give it up to Chase DeClue. Back to Keller Lowry. Beyond the three-point arc on the near side. Gives it back to DeClue. He'll drive down to the free throw line. Stop. Pop. No good. Rebound comes down by Blake Juliet. He'll give it off to Brady Thompson. Thompson now into the front court. Left side for Cody Yates. Driving the lane against Tiffenauer. Off the back glass, and it's good. 26 points for Cody Yates. 59-42. Here's K.J. Tiffenauer getting a pass high, taking it down low off the back glass. No good. Here comes Blake Juliet. Bounce pass to Cody Yates now. He does a 360 around the defender up and off the glass and good. 28 points for Cody Yates. Here's Caden Dickey back the other way. Into end action right now as the Valley Vikings can't score. The rebound comes down, and that may be an offensive foul. No, it's going to be called on Valley, I thought. Maybe Brady Thompson threw too many elbows there. But instead, the foul is going to go on Valley. And that foul will go on Drew McClain, his second. The whistle came as uh, Brady Thompson was doing that windmill thing. And I thought he got an elbow up and caught Caden Dickey, but Caden really didn't react. And the official blew the whistle on the other side. Here's a turnover in the front court by Mason Nelson. He'll give it up now to... uh, Chase DeClue. DeClue drives the lane. No good. Rebound comes down to Valley, and they'll kick it out top of the key. Here's Drew McClain near side back to Chase DeClue for three. He'll put it up. No good. Rebound comes down to Brendan Yates, who's back into the ball game, and a foul called underneath. Foul's going to go on number 35, Weston Thompson, his first foul. Team foul number three in this quarter on the Valley Vikings. We'll have championship basketball for you coming up tonight. We'll go through our out-of-town scoreboard and our upcoming schedule in just a bit. If we get time before this game ends, or if not, we'll do it in between games. Here's a shot off of the left iron by Gates. It doesn't go down. Rebound comes down by uh, Caden Dickey. He'll take it length of the floor, lay it up, and in. He's got 19. 61-44. 17-point lead for Kingston. Cody Yates tries to bounce pass it to Blake Juliet. It's picked off, and here come the Valley Vikings. They need points, and they need lots of them. Caden Dickey into the front court, gives it up to Lowry. Lowry, deep three for Drew McClain. He got nothing but net. Drew McClain with three, 61-47. And Kingston coach Paul Hamilton wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well, 61-47. Kingston on top of Valley R6. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. Hi, folks. John Robinson Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off. You name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive. We'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. Back here at Valley, it's Kingston on top of Valley 61-47. 
Doing a little out-of-town scoreboard check here tonight. Some uh, final game, final scores in some games played earlier tonight. Farmington at Steelville. This is on the girls' side, 66-26. That is a uh, 10th annual Caledonia girls' tournament. And that is going on tonight. And Farmington takes on Steelville and wins by 40, 66-26. Also in uh, boys' basketball, uh, we're checking out some other scores at the bottom here. It was Cuba over Potosi, or actually Potosi over Cuba in the FCNB Banquet Challenge third place game. Potosi wins at 66 41. That out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive in Lettington. You can check them out for installing garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, uh, windows, fencing, and a whole line of services at mineralareadoor.com. Here's a turnover by Kingston. Left side giving it up to Keller Lowry. And Lowry connects from three. And it's getting a little more interesting. An 11-point lead now, but 2.30 left to go in the game. Now Lowry picks off an errant pass. He brings it back the other way. Tries to dump it off to the side. And they're going to call a foul on Aiden Peel. And I don't like that foul call. I really don't because, again, Lowry was out of control. Had no, really no uh, possession of the ball. And he was trying to get it behind the uh, Kingston player peel. It goes off of him. Probably would have been out of bounds back to Valley anyway. But they call a foul, the second foul on Aiden Peel. No shots, though. As Chase DeClue has it now. It's given up to Caden Dickey. He fakes to the left, puts up a running one-hander from the free throw line. He's got it. He's got 21 on the night. And the lead is 9. 2-12 to go. Kingston on top by 9. They throw it down low for Brendan Yates. And a foul coming up and under on Weston Thompson. This game getting a little uncomfortable for the Kingston Cougars. They led at the end of one, 21-14, at the end of two, 51-38 at the end of three, and now lead 61-52 with two minutes and six seconds left to go. They have the ball. That was, by the way, team foul number four on Caledonia. This will be, they'll be in the bonus will, the Kingston Cougars. Here's Cody Yates. He takes a hop, skipping a jump into the lane and kicks it back out to Aiden Peel. Might as well run some clock off while you're out there, guys. As Aiden Peel gets it now to Cody Yates. He'll drive it down left baseline off of the back glass. Blake Juliet rebound. He puts it up, but it's no good. I'll tell you what right now, when I'm looking at the Little Caesars player of the game, you got to give credit to a guy like Cody Yates for the second night in a row for this team, he's got 28 points. But you also got to give credit to Blake Juliet, who's at the free throw line, shooting two. First free throw, no good. Kingston has shot a grand total of three free throws tonight. They are one or two out of three. The lefty Juliet puts up the second. It's good. Big free throw there. That makes it a 10-point lead. That gives him 17 and a timeout on the floor. We'll keep it right here as we check out a few other out-of-town scores here tonight and some other things going on. As you heard earlier today on AM 1240 KFMO, the Central Rebels were big winners today in the uh, state championship game at Columbia. And, uh, boy, I love my phone, but you know what it likes to do is it likes to change pages on me as I'm doing things. And uh, a little too much sensitivity there, Apple, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, But the uh, uh, Central Rebels... Wound up uh, with a 48-34 win over Seneca today.
to win the Class 3 state championship game at Faro Field in Columbia. So congratulations to Corey Schweiss and his coaching staff at Central picking up their first state championship. Tomorrow, we've got another championship game, this time in the Class 2 state championships. It'll be Valley Catholic and Lamar. We'll have that game for you on AM 1240K FMO. That game is scheduled to start at around 2.30 in the afternoon. It's Valley Catholic at Lamar. And don't forget, if you're going to listen to this game, we did this today at my school, had a lot of uh, central grads who were working at my school and folks who wanted to know. And and quite frankly, a lot of schools were rent, uh, rooting for uh, Central's uh, Corey Schweiss and uh, Joe Bryant and all those guys, Casey Murphy. Uh, there was a lot of schools around here that wanted to see them win that championship. And uh, don't forget, you can listen to it on the KFMO app, Crystal Clear on the app. And I think Brendan Yates just fouled out of the game. Brendan Yates goes out aggressively, top of the key, trying to get to the ball. But they're going to call it on Aiden Peel, so he stays in the game. Three fouls now. Time is winding down, a 10-point lead for Kingston. No free throws yet for Valley. That's only the second team foul in this quarter. Hamilton calls out a defensive sign. Inbounds pass goes to Aiden Dickey. He'll kick it right side to McLean, who wants to put up a three, and instead it's knocked away. Here comes Cody Yates. Back the other way. Left-hand layup off the glass. Good. 30 points tonight for Cody Yates. He could be in line of picking up some Little Caesars pizza after this game as being the Little Caesars pizza pizza player of the game. We'll give you that and much, much more at the conclusion of this one. Here is a left-handed side three. It's brought down by Valley Caledonia. They'll kick it right now to Drew McLean deep on the right side. And Drew McLean will get his second three of the night. He's got 10. And it's a 54-50 or 64-55 lead. But it's down to a minute left to go in this one. Kingston on top. Here's Cody Yates. He's already got 30. He'll drive right side. He'll get fouled. That's going to go on Keller Lowry. Because it was not in the act of shooting, that's only team foul number, well, actually it goes to team foul number five. So because it's team foul number five, he'll get two shots at the line. Cody is two for two tonight from the free throw line. First free throw, off the glass, no good. Sixty-four, fifty-five, just a tad bit under one minute. Second one, no good. Rebound comes down to Valley. They still got a life. Here's Chase DeClue in the front court. He holds the ball up. They can't waste much time. 51 seconds and counting. Down by nine. Valley Vikings left side to Chase DeClue being guarded out there by the uh, Kingston Cougars. Here's a deep three on the right from Drew McClain. It's good. 13 from Drew McClain. 54, 64, 58. A six-point lead now and a timeout coming. Or now a foul in the backcourt. That is going to go... On number two, Chase DeClue. That'll be his second foul. That'll send back to the free throw line, Cody Yates. And now free throws do become important. This is a six-point lead now. Valley climbing back into this one late. First free throw in and out. It starts to get in your mind just a bit when you get those uh, free throws that won't go down. Second free throw. Up off the rim. No good. Rebound to Clue. Back the other way come the Valley Vikings. Down by six. They get it left side to Lowry. He'll give it back to Caden Casey or Caden Dickey. He'll throw up a shot. It's no good, but he's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line, and he will get a chance to cut into this lead even further with 27 seconds left to go. 
These free throws are brought to you by the fine folks at the uh, extra, or the uh, Complete Vision Care, offering quality eye care, premium eyewear, and customized visual solutions for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus. Voted best eye doctor in the parkland for four years in a row. Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice. Caden Dickey will go to the line. He'll shoot two. That was only team foul number three, but he was in the act of shooting. His first free throw, no good. First free throw he's missed all night. He'd hit six in a row. He has six out of seven. This could still cut it to five if he can nail this one. 27.3 seconds left. Here's the, here's the next one. Up and in. Caden Dickey's got 22. And a timeout on the floor. We'll take a quick timeout. It is 64-59. Kingston on top of Valley. You're listening to High School Basketball on KFMO. You want financial freedom as an adult, and as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. Lacary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients, like Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended. Located just off Highway 67 in Lettington, when you take your vehicle to Kevin Ball's, your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. The Superior Collision Repair Shop is Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Lettington. Back here at Valley for the Valley Tournament. This game looked like a blowout most of the night. In fact, Kingston kept getting further and further away. And then out of nowhere, they started missing uh, a few shots here or there. Valley started getting some extra turnovers. And now it is a five-point game. Here is Cody Yates. You don't want to give that ball to him as he's fouled in the front court. It looks like that'll be on Tiffenauer. They walk across the floor to give us the particulars. Yep, it's going to be on Tiffenauer. That'll be number three, and that'll send to the line Cody Yates. Cody has missed three free throws or make them four free throws in a row. He'll get two here, up by five. First free throw, good. It gets in your head sometimes. Even a good shooter like Cody Yates gets to thinking about it too much, especially after you've missed one. You start thinking about it now. Bend my knees a little more. Second free throw, good. 32 points on the night. The lead is back to six. 22 seconds left. Make it uh, back to seven, rather. 66-59. Here's Drew McLean trying to find room for a three. He'll throw it up wildly out of bounds. It'll belong to Kingston. It never went out of bounds. Cody Yates has got it. He's back into the front court, and he's fouled. That ball was headed out of bounds. It bounced high, and Kingston just grabbed it and started back up the other end. Everybody on both teams kind of gave up on it, except for Cody Yates. He saw it bounce inbounds, and he'll go to the free throw line. Is that free throw, or that foul, rather, will be on Chase DeClue, his third. And again, Cody misses the free throw. 8.2 seconds left, a seven-point lead. It's 
been as many as 17 tonight. Here's the next one. It's also no good. Rebound comes down. Drew McClain into the front court to Caden Dickey. He'll kick it out left side for Thompson. Three on the way. It is partially blocked, but it is fielded by Kingston, and that is how it's going to end. 66-59. Kingston will win the third-place game over the Valley Vikings. 66-59. We hope to talk it over with Paul Hamilton, possibly Jacob Bollinger after this. You keep it right here. The post-game show is coming up next here on AM 1240 KFMO.